0: deeply into the minds of the Christian people at large. This is a dramatic situation for faith, because its point of reference is being placed in doubt. Intimate friendship with Jesus, on which everything depends, is in danger of clutching at thin air. Rudolf Schnackenberg was probably the most prominent Catholic exegete writing in Germany during the second half of the 20th century. It is clear that toward the end of his life, This crisis surrounding the faith made a profound impression on him. In view of the inadequacy of all the portrayals of the historical Jesus offered by recent exegesis, he strove to produce one last great work, Jesus in the Gospels, a biblical Christology. The book is intended to help believing Christians, who today have been made insecure by scientific research and critical discussion so that they may hold fast to faith in the person of Jesus Christ as the bringer of salvation and savior of the world. Page 10. At the end of the book, Schnackenberg sums up the result of a lifetime of scholarship. A reliable view of the historical figure of Jesus of Nazareth through scientific effort with historical critical methods can be only inadequately achieved. Page 316. The efforts of scientific exegesis to examine these traditions and trace them back to what is historically credible, draws us into a continual discussion of tradition and redaction history that never comes to rest. Page 318. His own account of the figure of Jesus suffers from a certain unresolved tension because of the constraints of the method he feels bound to use, despite its inadequacies. Schnackenberg shows us the gospel's image of Christ, but he considers it to be the product of manifold layers of tradition, through which the real Jesus can only be glimpsed from afar. He writes, The historical ground is presupposed but is superseded in the faith view of the evangelists. Page 321. Now, no one doubts that. What remains unclear is how far the historical ground actually extends. That said, Schnackenberg does clearly throw into relief the decisive point which he regards as a genuinely historical insight, Jesus' relatedness to God and his closeness to God. Page 322 Without anchoring in God, the person of Jesus remains shadowy, unreal, and unexplainable. Page 322 This is also the point around which I will construct my own book. It sees Jesus in light of his communion with the Father, which is the true centre of his personality. Without it, we cannot understand him at all. And it is from this centre that he makes himself present to us still today. To be sure, in the particular contours of my own presentation of Jesus, I make a determined effort to go beyond Schnackenberg. The problem with Schnackenberg's account of the relationship between New Testament traditions and historical events stands out very clearly for me when he writes that the Gospels want, as it were, to clothe with flesh the mysterious Son of God who appeared on earth. Page 322. I would like to say in response that they did not need to clothe him with flesh because he had already truly taken flesh. Of course, the question remains, Can this flesh be accessed through the dense jungle of traditions? Schnakenberg tells us in the foreword to his book that he feels indebted to the historical critical method which had been in use in Catholic theology ever since the door was opened for it by the encyclical Divino Afflanti Spiritu in 1943, page 9. This encyclical was an important milestone for Catholic exegesis. Since then, though, the debate about method has moved on both inside and outside the Catholic Church. There have been significant new methodological discoveries, both in terms of strictly historical work and in terms of the interplay between theology and historical method in scriptural interpretation. De Verbum, the Second Vatican Council's dogmatic constitution on divine revelation, made a decisive step forward. In addition, two documents of the Pontifical Biblical Commission communicate important insights that have matured in the course of debates among exegetes. The Interpretation of the Bible in the Church, Vatican City, 1993, and The Jewish People and Their Sacred Scriptures in the Christian Bible.